tuned into localjobnetwork.com radio and you're listening to the LJN Radio Quad, where our radio hosts gather to share their thoughts, ideas, and perspectives on all topics employment related. I'm Lynn Molitor, and joining me in the quad today is Trey Cochran. Hey, everybody. Azure Mahara. Hello. And Jacqueline Peterson. Hi. It's an exciting time at the Local Job Network because within the last two weeks, I think we have around 10 new people that started working here, which leads me to today's first topic that many of our listeners can benefit from. What are some do's and don'ts for people when starting a new job and acclimating to their new work environment? So I, when I thought about this, I thought patience to me is one of the key things when you're starting a job. It's like you're excited and you're nervous, but I think you need to be patient when starting a new work effort because even though they're ready for you and they've been waiting for you, there could still be some lulls in your day before the momentum picks up. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, There's a lot of prep time that goes into hiring new people and to have 10. Uh, That's a a big thing to sort of get through. (laughs) And especially with that, you know, there's going to be you're having to share people and they have to still get their job done, too. So you definitely have to have patience. I would agree with that. I also think that you have to ask questions. Um, That's something that it's kind of like a pet peeve of mine when people don't ask questions, even though I'm like, do you have any questions? Does everything make sense? And they're like, yeah. It's, I can't gauge, like, are you are you interested? Is this making sense to you? Do you really understand it all? Which I highly doubt that you do because you're new to the job. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so b- asking questions is big for me. And even if you have to, even let's say that you don't have any questions, even if you rephrase or, you know, say, okay, my understanding is that this is what I'm to be doing. Yes. Just so that I can somehow gauge if you know what's going on. And I think as someone who's training people, that's important because you want to make sure that they're successful. So it's so I'm a, I'm constantly ch- touching base. Do you have any questions? Does everything make sense? And it's like, yeah. It's kind of like, oh, ask, say, say something yeah, else. Right. Um, I don't think you should assume that something is right. And I think that kind of yeah. plays off of asking a question. It's like, oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. Well, how do you really know you got it? <laughs> yeah. Right. That's why I think if you're constantly, you know, Mm-hmm. rephrasing or, or repeating back what, I, if I'm understanding you correctly, I'm supposed to be doing this, then I think that helps. I agree with you, Lynn and Jacqueline. Um, and to what Lynn said, too, you know, just having patience, I actually think in a little bit of a, a different realm for that, um, when I've, I've had somebody that um, started and I was helping train them, and they were so ready to, like, hit the floor running, but they weren't ready to start running. So they, they were trying, constantly trying to, like, oh, I, I got this, I got this. And then oh. they just kept making mistake after mistake. Um, you know, it, so I think, you know, just having the patience, know, understand that you're new and that it's going to probably take a little while to to get a grasp on it as much as you want to impress. And, like, and I mean, the, you know, I, I, I appreciated the fact that this person wanted to impress and, like, really do a good job and, you know, kind of started already. But the truth of the matter is, is they weren't ready. So just... Just being yeah. aware of that. I and think we're when okay you're new, when you're not ready. ready. Right. We expect you to not Ask be ready. Ask questions. Yeah, <laughs> and, just, and exactly what everyone said, people are sometimes just really eager when they're in a new job. And especially with the people that we like to hire here are like go-getter mentality individuals. So they just, they want to start doing. It's it's They're sitting there listening. Okay, I'm in this training. I'm learning how to do these things. All right, I want to start doing it. And 
uh, typically when you're eager to do that. I mean, that's great because, like, as you said, you're willing to hit the ground running, but you just need to make sure everything, you have your ducks in a row before you start doing that so you're not stumbling around or going back and asking those questions at a later time that you could have just got clarification right then. Um, it'll actually help you do better when you're going through that training and um, whoever's teaching you those certain processes is you just make sure you have those down before your mind's already ahead of, all right, I just want to get going on this. I want to start doing it. So um, it's definitely hard for people to uh, kind of train themselves to do that while they're in their training and learning a new company because they're just so eager, which you can't really fault people for. If anything, you want that kind of mentality with a new employee. It's just there's got to be a, a happy balance between that, I think. Yeah. And you sort of brought up a, another point that I want to expound on, Trey, is that you should ask questions ahead versus like later, because sometimes when you ask them too late, your trainer's like, are you really now <laughs> like just asking if, me that like question? What have you been doing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and now you're like, oh, I better go check all this check work. All the work from before. Yep. Yeah. I think the other thing, too, that Trey, you were kind of leaning towards was be realistic about what your expectations are. Um, yeah, everyone is eager and a go-getter and is, as your head said, you know, oh, I'm ready for the next thing. And it's like, you know, kind of gauge from your new coworkers what the expectations of are you and how realistic is it for you to advance to the next, you know, the next work task or, you know, even looking farther out, you know, the next promotion or uh, expanded responsibility. And I also think um, this is kind of a little bit off of what we were just talking about, but if you're new, jumping into the culture, like just uh, diving in, I think that's a good... Oh, absolutely. Yes. Making sure that you're, you know, if there's... Here we have um, the lunch area that everybody, you know, everybody can kind of come and, and have their lunch or mm-hmm. play ping pong or <laughs> foosball. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> But you can, you know, if, if somebody doesn't take the time to go and sit in that common area and just kind of visit or attend after work functions or yeah engage with your new coworkers right in so which that would we, be my other one which we have a really good opportunity to do that coming up with our holiday party next yeah. week so we'll get to see all the new faces together and maybe a do and don't of your first holiday party after being with the company <laughs> oh, for a good one. for <laughs> a week you've been there for a week you're done with your training <laughs> go to the holiday party maybe Maybe have one less drink than you usually would. Uh, don't don't hit the booze too hard, or else uh, you might make. That should be for employees in general, not <laughs> yeah, just, just new ones. That's true. I guess that's true. But yeah, if you've been there ten years. Just that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. Have a bottle of really scotch. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so we're gonna um, we're gonna stay in uh, the work setting for our next topic. So Trey, what are we gonna talk about next? Yeah, I was thinking the other day. Um, would you rather, as an employee, for certain projects and assignments, do you prefer working together with other people on a team where it's definitely a team structure and everybody's working and collaborating together on one thing? Or are you someone that prefers to do a project on your own, maybe for different reasons? Maybe you just like your me time or you even trust yourself more than others to get certain things done or you don't like relying on other people. And I thought about this because a lot of times I know I will be hesitant to trust other people with maybe some duties that I've been given because I tend to want to be in control of a lot of things. <laughs> but then I found that odd because I've been part of sports teams and athletics my whole life where I'm always working towards a common goal, and I love that. So I didn't know where my disconnect was between 
that and then my professional setting. So I just kind of wanted to see what everyone's opinions were on that, if they prefer one or the other or if they like a uh, balance between the both. Yeah, I um, I, I definitely connect or, or see what you're saying with working individually because I like to have my own – and this is something that I struggle with. I know that I'm probably going to do the best job at it than someone else, but I've also had to learn – yeah, <laughs> laugh at me when so, I'm the best. What's the wrong? Yeah, you too, Andrew, you got something to say? <laughs> like, well, wow. I was like – I was laughing quiet. I think that was Azure. Me and Jacqueline are on the other side of the table like, I'm going to do better than you. So <laughs> like just flexing over off. here like, yes. Um, if if it's something that I know that I can do and, and execute it and execute it well, I would rather do it just because I know how it's done. I know how to do it. However, one thing that I had to learn, and I've obviously I've been with our organization for seven years, and one thing that I've had to learn is delegating, and that was probably the biggest thing that I've struggled with. But I have learned that when you delegate and you're working as a team and you're overseeing something, it actually does work out better because the people, the generation younger than you, the generation that you're training should eventually not only meet your level, but they should exceed it in order to grow. And that is something that I see. Otherwise, we're not growing as a a community, as an economy. I mean, you can just take it and keep going. So I do see the value in that. And and in that regard, then I do and I love working as a team on certain things. And I know that there's things that I'm just not good at, like creative, the creative side that I'm just like, hey, Azure, Sarah, <laughs> you guys handle it because I have no idea. Um, so I say that there's definitely a healthy balance. But when you start having like mental thoughts of like, oh, I can do it better. That's when I think you need to like take a step back because I do that. And then I'm like, OK, no, I have to remember that you have to train the people because they have to meet your expectations and then exceed you so that you're continuously growing. It's funny, Jacqueline, that you said delegation, because actually, um, you know, going back to previous episodes where I've admitted some of my shortcomings from my manager, for years on my annual performance review, I had delegation as my opportunity for improvement. So so you're no different then, too, because right. you think you can do this. That's, that's why I was laughing, okay, because I'm right. like, oh, my God, she's describing me. Um, I mean, there are some things that, sure, it's easier maybe to uh, do them yourself. But, yeah, do you want to be sitting up at midnight doing the work yourself while everyone else is, you know, sleeping? Um, I also enjoy the camaraderie of working with the team. And, you know, it's fun working with new team members and seeing them grow and, you know, and get it and get other opportunities. So it is definitely a balance, though. Mm -hmm. It's like some things, it's like I just need time to get caught up on my own and, you know, get the pulse of the situation. And then other times it's like, yeah, let's all, come on, let's have a team meeting. And, you know, I do get energized from from everybody else. Absolutely. I agree with both of you, Um, 100%. (laughs) On all (laughs) times. On all things. Um, No, I, I feel like when I'm working with a group, I enjoy the aspect of somebody that might be a little bit, uh, you know, I can handle the creative side, but doing maybe um, the the fact checking or something like that. Proofreading. The details. Proofreading. (laughs) The small, I'm like, really, Azure? How did you not see this? I know, I know. I'll read it like five times and then I'll share it with Jacqueline and she'll be like, seriously. (laughs) I'm sorry. We all have different talents and skills. Yeah, so. That's why we work as a team. Yeah, so I I like that part of it because it makes me feel more confident when I know, okay, that's Jacqueline's strong point. She just looked over this. You know what I mean? So that, I like that. But I also 
am the same way as um, Lynn and Jacqueline. I'm the same way as you in the fact that I'm kind of a control freak when it comes to things. Um, you know, I want to be in control. I want to make sure that it's done to the the quality that I I'm want it to be at. So, well, and part of it is you're accountable for it too, right? I mean, there's that balance in there. It's like, whoa, this is my name's know. on this. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna get the feedback, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. Right. So exactly. if, if I'm gonna delegate it to somebody and they're gonna they're gonna help out in any way, um, I'm still gonna check over that very. <laughs> Which, if you're the person that's being duties are being delegated to you, you should take that as um, an opportunity to present your worth and your skills, because obviously that person that's delegating a duty to you in a team project trusts you to do that or else they wouldn't be delegating that to you so if you're at in that position you need to really own whatever that responsibility is and do a good job on it because that'll speak volumes to your work and then it seems like we have a lot of the same personalities sitting here at this table right now (laughs) or we kind of maybe trust in our own abilities first and then we'll have a little bit harder time but are learning to um delegate some of the other duties or work with others uh, side by side on a certain project. Um, and a lot of companies, they love team players. They'll ask, are you comfortable working in teams? Because a lot of um, organizations are really structured that way now. You just need to be careful that individuals that are so eager to work on a team aren't dependent on working on a team. So they need uh-huh. others to help them tell them what to do or be there to pick up their slack and so you you do need that balance you need someone that you could see doing a project on their own completely from beginning to end but you need someone else that's going to be able to collaborate with others and work well you don't want one completely dependent on the other because that would just prove uh, a lot of problems which i think everyone would agree on yeah that is it's a true balance act Mm -hmm. yeah now i'm assuming like um they still do the the uh team projects in college don't they Exactly. For some of those yes, who are closer do. to that's, college. That's what I had to learn. Jacqueline, you don't look like you're a fan of those. <laughs> I didn't like it either. <laughs> that's where I learned. This is kind of what I thought of recently being in that situation. I, mm-hmm. I was thinking, man, it was really tough when I was put in those team projects where they forced me to work with others that I just didn't trust. So a lot of times I would say, just send me what you have. Let me put it together. I'll tell you what you need to present on. I'll tell you what you need to do. <laughs> I'm so the same way. And, <laughs> and then I was thinking, you know, this probably isn't healthy. This probably isn't <laughs> right. You know, and then the first thing a professor would say, would say, now I don't want one person just doing all the work on this project. And all I was thinking is I'm going to do it because I want the grade, you know, so yeah. just everyone Well, if you have like a, a 4.0, you're very like mama oh. bear about it. Like mm-hmm. you're like, don't mess with my grade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, well, messing with, you're messing with my grade. I don't like it. <laughs> I remember this one project I was working on with someone. We'd been working on it all year long. I'm sorry, all semester long. And um, the last, it was due on Friday. We get an email from one of our team members on Tuesday. We had been working on this, mind you, all semester long. It was due on Friday. We get an email from a brand new team member on Tuesday saying, hey, I'm in your group. Is there anything I can work on? Oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I wrote back and I was well. like, I, I'm sorry, did you say you were in our group? <laughs> Who are you? So yeah. is a new team member, like, 
Or was it someone that you guys just didn't even know was part of the team? We because didn't they know. Hadn't we had no idea they were part of the team because they weren't participating. Did you? Oh. So did you separate the duties like for this project? Well, there were no more um, duties to do. It was um, due on Friday. So oh, yeah. Right. I mean, from the beginning, though, you just didn't. Wow. Right. We had to separate them. We, yeah, we had everything they delegated. You're doing like, part A. You're doing part B. You're, you're doing C and D. So we thought, oh, perfect. We have four team members. We each take A through D, and then we'll all take one round of editing, and we'll submit it on Friday. And then on Tuesday, someone's like, hey, I'm in your group. They oh must have just removed themselves from the email <laughs> chain right at the beginning and hopped in at the end. They, they should have removed <laughs> themselves right from the class because yeah. they're not getting a grade. Yeah, it was not good. I'm, I'm with you, Jacqueline. I think the good thing is in a work setting, um, I think, Trey, you had mentioned, I mean, we're all um, – we're kind of all of the same mold. You know, they recruit us all to be of the same kind of high-achieving caliber. So, you know, we're kind of balanced that way. So I think as we're working as a team in a work setting, it, you tend to have a better col collaboration, whereas the good team projects from college, you know, there's just really no commonality necessarily mm -hmm. of how this group kind of all came together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you're not all thinking the same. You're not all working maybe towards the same grades. Mm -hmm. So so college students out there, it does get better in the work setting. But the teams will not go away. <laughs> it won't get better for you, though, if you're the person that called on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Life's just going to be hard for you. <laughs> look, <laughs> yeah, look for an individual contributor. Yeah. Roll up. <laughs> yeah. Please. <laughs> so it's not all about work, though, is it, Azure? It's not. Um, so what I wanted to discuss today is we've all heard the saying, you get so busy making a living that you forget to make a life. Um, and I wanted to talk about how everyone, well, you, people get stuck in their routines. They get up, they get ready, they go to work, you know, they come home, they, have, they eat dinner, they maybe have a little bit of relaxation, watch some TV or something, whatever they do, and then they go to bed and then they start it all over again. And um, I think that that can be really draining. It can, you know, just get repetitious and you, it, it's, it's hard um, to just stay positive and um, have a, a good outlook on where you're at in life when that happens. So what I want to talk about today is just tips that um, not just working for the weekends, but enjoying your life in the day because I think they're in the week during the week. I think that when you do that, when you actually take time to enjoy every day and do something that is making you happy on an every day and you're not just mundane, like going through the routine, that it makes you a better employee. I think it makes you a better spouse um, or significant other. I think it makes you a better friend, you know, a parent. So, Jacqueline, do you have any tips? You know what? I would actually like some tips. <laughs> this is an area that I struggle with. <laughs> I'm actually going back home in a couple of weeks to Arizona, and I'm like, oh, my God, my family's going to be like, whoa, what happened to you? You haven't worked out in, like, a year <laughs> because I need work-life balance. Um yeah, no, I, I, in my mind, I know, like, I should be doing more things to enjoy my day. But for me, I think my situation's a little bit differently just because I commute and, you know, there's just other stuff that I'm responsible for. 
but I'm looking forward to having time to work out at the gym. And one thing that I like to do um, in my evenings is go for a walk, even though it's maybe like 20 minutes. But um, we live in a really cool neighborhood. And if we want to go to the grocery store, I'm like, oh, let's go for a walk and we'll grab a cup of tea and, and go. So that's one thing that I've sort of had to do to force myself rather than driving. I mean, it's literally like seven blocks away. I mean, there's really no reason to drive. Um, but forcing myself to do that because I genuinely enjoy going for walks. Um, but that's really all I have. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, I flunked on this topic <laughs> years you ago. Too. Years ago, I just gave up and I said, you know, the good thing is I like, I've always liked my job and I've always fully embraced whatever I was working on. So it's like, okay, so be it. It is what it is. But the good thing is I really like all the people I work with. So again, I get charged up by, you know, whatever's going on in their life, whatever's, you know, with an exciting accomplishment during the day. You know, it's like sometimes I don't always do it, but sometimes, you know, I try and remind myself, it's like, okay, take time out and enjoy a laugh with them. You know, goof around or, you know, just something to alleviate the pressure. <laughs> when I, we had to force Lynn the other day to bang the gong. <laughs> She's like, I, I have a meeting. I, I, I have a meeting. Like, I, I know. I, I know. I, and I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, Lynn, I'm with you. I, 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 li- I love my job. And, uh, but, and I enjoy everybody that I work with. And I, and I feel that same way, too. But I also, I get stir crazy, like, in the wintertime. I, oh. I, can't, I can't stand the fact that, like, I can't go outside and do all this stuff. Yeah. Like, and that's rough. You know, so I I need I need a change of pace. So I need to do different things. And um, even if it comes down to, okay, you know, I'm going to, you know, and I'll, I can work late, anything like that, that, to, that I'm not talking about that. I'm basically saying, you know, in, during the week, um, one of the things that my husband and I will do is, you know, we'll plan, okay, tonight we're going to watch this movie and you're going to make dinner. or and, Oh, that's good. You know, or we'll... Asher's like, I'm going to watch the movie. <laughs> you're you're going to make dinner. dinner. <laughs> you're also going to do the dishes. No, I'm no. hungry. I wish it worked that way. <laughs> um, but no, just like little things that you can do to just kind of say, okay, you know, we're going to break up the routine and ha- actually have something during the week to look forward to because I feel like so many people are like, yay, it's Friday, TGIF, you know, and then right. and, and it just becomes this whole celebration and then the weekend's over and people are like, oh, I'm going to go back to work. Well, why not have Wednesday? I mean, Wednesday night we used to also do, there was a place down by our house that had amazing shrimp and they would have this shrimp special every Wednesday and we would get together with a group of friends and we would go and we'd have shrimp for like 10 bucks and on Wednesday, you know, and it be, kind of became a routine. Um, fortunately, the restaurant closed. So we're no longer doing that. But <laughs> You needed to go Wednesday, Thursday and shrimp. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there's just different things. And I guess that's what I want to get out to the listeners was having, you know, working out, um, just trying to switch it up. Like, don't always just think that the weekend is your only time to yourself because you do have a little bit of time after work. And You know, I actually think the key is make a plan Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because, you know, I'll make a plan, you know, with a friend to go out to dinner after work, and then it's like, okay, this is my plan. You know, I'm, I'm leaving on time tonight. You know, no problem. If I don't have a plan, you know, then who knows 
what happens. So having a plan. I'm actually yeah. going to dinner with my cousin tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm definitely a uh, a victim of being a slave to my routine during the weekdays. I am very regimented what I do in the morning, right after like during work, right after work. I have my plan. I do almost the exact same thing Monday through Friday. It's and now that I'm listening to you guys talk, I'm realize that's probably not a good thing because <laughs> I do live for the weekends and because I'll make my plans a lot of times for Friday evenings, Saturday afternoons, whatnot, um, as that as the time to kind of do those fun things because I feel like, well, everyone's just too busy during the week. And especially, like, as you said, it depends on the seasons. During the summer, it might be different because if you get out of work, it's still yeah. light out, for right. one. It's sunny. There's um, time. There's things going on where you can actually enjoy that. During the winter, you leave work, it's dark already, and you're thinking, and then you reach the holiday season around Thanksgiving and Christmas, and then people are busy, and they're trying yeah. to organize things, and they're running errands, and they're doing this, and they're doing that, and they're baking cookies for work, and they have, <laughs> they're doing all these things, and you're like, well, I don't want to bug any of my friends or family during the week with something that I might want to do, so I'm just going to push it off to the weekend, and then just do everything on the weekend when people have time, and even then, people don't maybe have time, so uh, this is definitely something I need to work on personally, so... Hopefully, maybe some of our listeners can actually email us with some suggestions <laughs> yeah, yeah. because it sounds like we all need help we need in that help. area. So we brought up this topic, but none of us actually have an answer for you. So yeah. this would be great for our listeners to email us with some that's, suggestions. That's not true. I had some suggestions. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> and, and Well, another thing that um, my husband and I did one night is we – this was actually in the summertime, but um, – we made up like a little scavenger hunt list and we went on a walk and we just took a camera and we like, it was just like stupid little stuff, you know, like band flyer and stuff like that. And we went on like an hour walk all around our neighborhood and it gave us something to do on the walk, but it also like, you know, it was just something different. We came home, got ready for bed basically. (laughs) There's Azure's creative mind coming to play. We need to work on her team more often in the wife department. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just think that um, basically, you know, my the point of my topic today was try to think outside the box. And uh, if you're in in the in the same box as Lynn and you just really enjoy everything and you're just a happy person anyway. It's then, a happy box. Yeah. Then, you, yeah, then obviously you're doing, big. <laughs> you're doing things right. But um, if you find yourself getting, you know, to that point where you just feel like you're stuck, um, just try to think of different things to do outside of work. Okay. So, Jacqueline, you have an interesting topic to finish out the quad today. Yes. I want to know what's in a thank you. So, um, you know, what we do on – when you get a gift from someone, how do you thank them? And how far does a thank you go? So, for example, some people write a thank you card. Some people write a thank you email. And I want to know what your personal opinion is of, like, what you should do when you are wanting to thank someone. How do you go about doing it? And what you should not do. And the reason why I think you sh- – I, I want to sort of go through both is because I think that, that some people think, like – like, for me, I like to send either an, a card or an email. Um, but I – and I think that that's sufficient in my opinion. But I think saying like, oh, thanks, or sort of like in passing, I think that that's really rude. Um, so I just sort of wanted to get your... See, I, I don't know. I've always been a fan of... A, if somebody comes up to me, let's say I got you a present, Jacqueline, okay. um, and you email me, you know, a thank you, a formal thank you, I would almost rather you come up to me and just say, hey, thank you. Like, I really appreciated that gift. That was really sweet of you. 
Like that, that's all I want. I would rather, you know, I would rather have you come to me and have it be genuine face to face than kind of a formality on a card or in an email. But that's just me. And I think that I might be in the minority on that because I know a lot of people are very sticklers for thank you cards. And, and I think like that that, I think that saying something sincere is nice, but like in passing, like, oh, Azure, uh, thanks for that. Like <clears throat> that, then that's like, oh, okay. it, it comes off as like a convenience. Oh, yes. I happen to catch you. By the way, thank you. <laughs> right. Or I was dropping something off. Oh, yeah. let me just. Oh, yeah. By the way, thanks. Yes. Yeah. And that's, and that's, I guess, but I agree with you. I think a sincere thank you or like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm going to, I can't wait to use it. And, you know, like a personal little story. But I was referring more to like, um, you know, I'm, I don't know, walking by Lynn's desk and I need to drop something off for her. And I'm yeah. like, oh, by the way, thanks. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that that's really insincere and, and actually kind of tacky. Um, so I just wanted to get your... Well, yeah, and I think, well, what are you saying thanks for? Is it um, thanks, Lynn, for helping me with that work project the other day or editing my story or whatnot? Or is it thanks, Lynn, for the Christmas present that's uh, kind of seasonal type thing? It's out of the norm. It's not within the confines of work because I'm, I'm assuming we're talking about in the uh, work setting. Gifts, yeah, because so gifts. holiday gifts are coming up. Exactly. Okay, so we're talking Christmas about the holiday gifts. Com- yeah, our holiday party's coming up. Well, I was... I was raised, my mom sat me down after the day after Christmas, the day after my birthday, and had all my thank you cards laid out, and I yep. went through and wrote them all to all my relatives. My and mom did the same I, thing. My so mom did I, the same did thing. My so mom did not. She was awful. With <laughs> no, we, as, like, while we were writing graduation cards, we had to write thank you cards, like, literally almost simultaneously. Oh, wow. And we had a pad of, like, paper that my mom would write down, all right, what present was that and who was it from? And then we'd get to go through that list after the day after Christmas and write out all the thank yous to the relatives and the people that had sent us cards and yeah. presents and stuff like that. So I um, have already been thinking, all right, this weekend I need to go get some thank you cards for people because <laughs> exactly. that's, I'm already planning it. And that's just kind of how, I don't know, how, how I was raised. And so that's something that I do for especially like a holiday present or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was funny. I was raised the same way, although my mom doesn't remember that anymore. But me and my brother and sister definitely remember. But I think it made an impression on us. Um, I do still like to do a handwritten note, but I have to admit sometimes time gets the best of me. And then I struggle with oh, now it's not going to be timely. It's going to look a little odd. Now, you know, some of my friends know me, so then I can, you know, I can still, they know that the the, the thought's still sincere, even though it's maybe a little late. But even I like to make sure a lot of times that I've done a verbal thank you, um, not the not the in passing verbal thank you, uh, and maybe follow up with a thank you card, depending on what it is. Yeah. Um, an email though um, is more than more than fine for me. I know. Um, you know, I would you know I would get my annual bonuses for you know a number of years, and I was always very appreciative to my boss. But then I usually like to step back and just send an email saying, you know, really thanks that. You know, it meant a lot. I do the same yeah. thing for for a, quarter, a bonus or something. I'll do it in person when because mm-hmm. usually we we get them in person. Um, yeah. But then follow up with a thank you email. Um, but no, I think that this is helpful, especially for our listeners out there with holidays. The holidays coming up, getting gifts, giving gifts, receiving gifts. Um, I I think what we can take away from this more than anything is just you know be sincere when you do it, whether it's via email, in person, mm-hmm. or a handwritten card. Um, but the convenience factor is is definitely a tacky way to do it. 
and try to avoid that if, if at all possible. And I'd also like to add, I mean, I even try, you know, every once in a while a vendor will take me out to lunch, you know, and so then I always, you know, obviously I'm thanking them at the time, but I like to, you know, quick run back to the office and send an email just saying, you know, oh, I appreciate it. You know, I don't really care if the per, you know, if their company paid for it. it it's just I feel... You know, Absolutely. like it's a good business etiquette to to be appreciative. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, that does it for today. We don't want to overstay our welcome in the radio studio now, do we? <laughs> if you would like to suggest topics for discussion on the LJN Radio Quad, send a message to Radio at localjobnetwork.com. For Trey Cochran, Azure Mahara, and Jacqueline Peterson, I'm Lynn Molitor. Thanks for listening.